0: morning good evening good afternoon welcome to another episode of the destroy the stumps podcast so today ladies and gents just going to be doing a recap of the destroy the stumps podcast uh, sorry what the fuck? sorry uh, just doing a recap of the game and uh, the game the first test sorry oh my god i'm having a bit of a, I'm a bit of a cookie at the moment so Just going to be doing a recap of the first test between Australia and the West Indies, first of two tests between these two nations. Uh, It's being played at the Adelaide Oval uh, in the day. The second test match will be a day-night test at the Gabba in Brisbane, which might be one of of the last tests uh, the Gabba has uh, before um, they undergo a bit of reconstruction for the 2030 Olympics. I think it's 2030 Olympics, is it? Or twenty thirty two Olympics or whatever it is, yeah, because Brisbane are going to be hosting the Olympics in the future. Um, so yeah, it's going to be sad. No cricket at the Gabba. Going to miss that. Um, so Western, so West Indies versus Australia. West Indies have not won a test match since nineteen ninety seven. Um, at in Australia, they haven't won a test series against Australia since. They haven't won a test match against Australia since 2003 where Shiv Narayan Chandapur, Ram I think Brian Lara played a role as well in um, chasing down a record 400 plus at the time, 400 to 400 plus target and the four innings and they haven't won a test series against Australia in Australia since 1992 when Kirtley Ambrose uh, pulled off that magical spell or seven for one. And also um, the West Indies winning that Adelaide Test match uh, in that series by one wicket. Shane won ball beautifully at the MCG, I think it was, or the Gabba, or something like that, but um, to help them win the first game. But Australia won the first game, but the West Indies came back. And fortunately, Alan Border, who was a wonderful captain, couldn't quite get that elusive Test Series victory against the West Indies. But... Um, yeah, and the West Indies haven't won a Test Series at home in the West Indies against Australia for quite some time as well. I think they've won it since the 90s, the early 90s or late 80s. So quite some time. Australia have been really dominant against the West Indies over the last 10, 20 years in Test matches. Um And they're looking to continue that dominance. Last time these two played a Test Series was just last season. In Australia, Australia beating the West Indies in Perth and uh at... I think I'm pretty sure they played at Adelaide as well. They won that test match very easily. But, oh, the first test, they put on a, a bit of a fight the West Indies, but, yeah, second test, just really no any good enough. Um, Bit of a young squad for the West Indies this time around. A lot of their main players aren't available. They're playing T20 leagues around the world, or they just don't want to play, um, or they're just resting or whatever, or preparing for the T20 World Cup. They have a lot of young guys. A few players on debut. Uh, they've got two debutants, in, three debutants actually. In Justin Greaves, Calvin Hodge, and Shamar Joseph, all three making their Test debut. Tough place to make their uh, debuts. Uh, Justin Pierre the barb, man from Barbados. Uh, Pierre Greaves, Justin Greaves. Uh, he will be making his. Uh, so he's an all-rounder, bowling a uh, right-handed batsman, right right-arm medium pacer from barbados uh interesting first class record not the greatest first class record but um yeah okay actually a pretty good all-rounder you'd have to say good all-round stats for an all-rounder definitely a bit more of a bane all-rounder than he is a bowler but still pretty decent stats early on in his test in his first class career Uh, he's seen as a bit of an all-rounder And then uh, you've got Kavim Hodge, uh, a bit of talk about Kavim Hodge. He's from uh, Dominica. Him and uh, Shamar Joseph, both debutants, are from Dominica. So Cavim Hodge, a left-arm orthodox spinner uh, and a right-handed batsman, 30 years of age. He's another all-rounder they've got in the West Indies. Uh, Okay record domestically, and he's okay. He plays his cricket for Dominica. He doesn't play for Dominic. He plays for the Windward Islands in domestic, uh, West Indies domestic cricket, and he's played for the St. Lucia Zooks in the T20 League. So his name's Kavim Joel Rakim Hodge. That's his name, 30 years of age, Cavim uh, Hodge. And then you've got um, Shamar Joseph, a fast bowler, right arm, fast, medium bowler, left-handed batsman, bowler, 24 years of age, plays for Guyana, plays from Dominica. Only played six first-class games. He's picked up 26 wickets, so he's had a good start to his domestic career, but he's only played six test matches. That's seriously crazy. So six first-class games. That's unbelievable, and he's making his test debut. Yeah, interesting stuff from the Windies, and... uh, Congratulations to those three men. Hopefully they'll can have a good. they have a good tour and they have a good time uh, playing for the West Indies and hopefully maybe going to be something that the tour and help them create a bit of history. They're a fairly young and experienced team. Uh, just been thrown to the wolves really in Australia and one of the toughest places to play in the world against the best team in the world. It's going to be hard. It happened a couple of years ago where a young West Indies team led by Clive Lloyd Fairly inexperienced, played against a brute, a prime Australian team when they were playing when they had Dennis Lilly and Jeff Thompson, and they copped a barrage from those two and uh, quite a few injuries, quite a few bruises and cuts. A terrible experience. They lost that series four one, a five-match Test series at the time. So some West Indies fans are saying maybe something could brew, maybe something could build for the West Indies from this uh, series, but. After this uh, series, maybe these young men, even though they might have some bad experiences, they'll be stronger for the future and it'll help the West Indies cricket in the future. Have to wait and see, really. it's Been a few signs over the years for the West Indies, just uh, showing some signs that they would dominate, uh, that they'll come back maybe to being a competitive team or back to their glory days. But yeah, those signs vanished quickly. Unfortunately, the consistency just hasn't remained, unfortunately, for the West Indies. just uh, gotta get started uh with this review so first test adelaide oval and adelaide um West Indies batted on the first day australia won the toss elected a field first bit of a bold move uh, pat Cummins was criticized for making that bold move but to be honest he wasn't wrong in the end uh, he he silenced the critics and um kind of just like what he does uh for he's been doing for a lot of his career in the last couple of years uh so. Pat Cummins, Kurt McKenzie was outstanding for the West Indies. Thirty, uh, 30 so fifty of ninety-four balls, seven fours, no sixes, at a strike rate of fifty-three point one nine. He pl- he played really well. Top score for the West Indies, and the second highest score was Shamar Joseph, the number eleven on debut. Thirty-six of forty-one balls, three fours, one six, strike rate eighty-seven point eight zero. West Indies bowled out for 188 in 62.1 overs. Going at a run rate of 3.02 runs and over. 15 extras considered by the Aussies. Uh, 12 buys, 1 leg buy and 2 wides. Yeah, quite a few starts, no one really carrying on. A couple of single digit scores as well. But uh, disappointed by the performance bowled out on the first day of the test match. And um, for, the, for the Aussies, well... Pat Cummins got four wickets, four for 41 off his 17 overs, five maiden overs, economy rate of 2.41 runs and over. Bowled superbly once again, Pat Cummins. Um, didn't bowl a wider and over. Josh Hazelwood was outstanding, had a really good match overall. Four for 44 off his 15 overs, six maiden overs, economy rate of 2.93 runs and over. Didn't bowl a wider and over. And a wicket apiece for Mitchell Stark and Nathan Lyons. So the quartet doing a really good job. And Josh Oswood, in the process um, during this game, became um, also sorry. Josh Aisworth in the process of this game, also picked up his 250th Test wicket, and um, I think this is the first time a quartet of uh, bowlers have pe- have each picked up 250 wickets in their Test career. So, a special achievement for one of the best bowling attacks Australia's ever produced. They've been outstanding these four: uh, Nathan Lyon, Mitchell Stark, um, Pat Cummins, and Josh Hazelwood. In reply, Australia, well they didn't bat too well. Um quite a few starts. No one really carrying on. But um there was one man who did carry on and made the difference. They were in serious trouble uh with a score at four five hundred and twenty nine. Then uh they were five hundred and twenty nine hundred and twenty nine for five when Mitchell Mar- 129 for five when Mitchell Marsh departed. After 43.3 overs, they're now 168 for 6 when Alex Carey departed um, after the 55th over. At that stage, it looked like uh, the West Indies would be back in the game, but uh, Travis said really playing uh, probably one of his best innings already in his career. Seventh Test Match 100 for him. Superb knock, counter-attacking innings. Uh, He's just developing this habit, coming in clutch for the Aussies when they need it the most. 119 off 134 balls, 12-4s, 3-6s at a strikeout of 88.80. Positive play, aggressive play. Put the opposition off guard and got Australia in a position where they got a sufficient lead in the end. That's a brilliant 100 from him. 2nd highest scorer for Australia was Usman Khawaja, 45 off 111 balls, 6-4s, no-6s, strike strikeout of 40.54. Steve Smith opened the batting in this test match, but it didn't really go well, unfortunately. Out for 12 uh, he was dismissed by Shamar Joseph, who also got Uramanis and Cameron Green, and also got rid of Mitchell Stark and Nathan Lyon, the last speaking of Nathan Lyon, so really good spell from him. Um, so Shamar Joseph, Shamar Joseph, speaking of him, his first match, five-week haul on debut, five for 94 20 overs, two maiden overs, economy rate of four point seven zero runs and over. Didn't bowl a while, did bowl five no balls, but uh, other than that, he was outstanding. Uh 2 wickets for Justin Greaves on debut, 2 for 36 off his 15 overs, 3 maiden overs, economy rate of 2.40 runs and over. Then bowler the wide or a no ball, Justin Greaves. And Kimai Roach, 2 for 48 off his 16.1 overs, 5 maiden overs, economy rate of 2.96 runs and over. Ozara Joseph, a wicket for him, 1 for 55 off 18 overs, 2 maiden overs, economy rate of 3.05 runs and over. Then bowler the wide, board, 4 no balls, Ozara Joseph. West Indies were good with the ball, but the problem was they dropped a few, dropped two catches, and the batting just wasn't up to it, unfortunately. Yes, yeah, so Shamar Joseph getting a week, uh, um, his first um. Test match five wicket haul in his debut innings for the West Indies. Spurbsville from the man from Dominica, and um, Pat Cummins, by the way, that's his. What is it? 15th four-wicked haul for him in his test career. He's got 12 five-wicked hauls and two ten 10 10-wicked match hauls, so superb record for him. And uh, Kirk McKenzie, by the way, who got a half-century in, ga- in the first innings, uh, that is now... That's his first test match, 50, in his second test match for the West Indies, so well done to him kirk mckenzie and um yeah joshie haslewood that's now his 10th test match four wicket haul to go along with um 11 five wicket halls which he got in this he got his 11th five wicket hall in his test career and best figures in his test career in this match travis head what can you say about him superb stuff from the south australian in front of his own crowd Scored a brilliant 100. 7th 7th test match 100 to go along with 1650s. Really good stuff from him. Absolutely brutal hitting from Travis Head. And then... And, uh, Australia gaining a massive, uh, substantial lead of, uh, 95 runs. Proved to be the difference. West Indies were terrible in the sec, uh, in the second innings. Bowled out for 120. Inside 35. Excuse me. Inside 35.2 overs. Going at a run rate of 3.39 runs an over. Bowled three extras. Uh, West Australia bowled three extras. Uh, Bowled one no-ball and two wides. But other than that, they were outstanding. Uh, first ball duck for uh, Tatjana Ron Chandapur. Didn't have a good game at all. Alec Athanas got out for a 11-ball duck. And quite a few starts. No one really carrying on, unfortunately. And the West Indies were just really not good on the day. Top scorer for the West Indies was Kirk McKenzie. 26 off 35 balls. 4-4s, four no-6s. stroke out of 74.28. And Justin Graves, 24 of 37 balls. Three falls, no sixes. Strikeout of 64.86. Kirk McKenzie wasn't... Um, he wasn't not out. He was uh, dismissed. Two wickets for Mitchell Stark. Two wickets for Nathan Lyon. Nathan Lyon, two for four. for his 3.2 overs. Didn't bowl a maiden, but was absolutely miser, miser with his bowling. And bowled miserly. Uh, 1.2 runs over. That was the 1.20 runs and over. That was the economy rate for Nathan Lyon. Didn't bowl a wider and no ball. Mitchell Stark, 2 for 46 off his 10 overs, 2 maiden overs, a rate of 4.60 runs and over. Cameron Green getting a wicket. Pat Comers didn't get a wicket, but he was expensive as well. Not his best outing in the second innings, but didn't really matter. 1 for 9 off his 3 overs. Cameron Green, no maiden overs, a rate of 3 runs and over. Dumbola wide or no ball. And uh, the star of the show, man, uh, brilliant performance from him. Wasn't a man of the match, probably could have got it. Five wickets for Josh Hazelwood, his 11th five-wicket haul, and getting his best figures in Test Match Cricket as well with this game. Five for 35 off his 14 overs, six maiden overs, economy rate of, uh, economy rate of 2.5, zero runs and over. Didn't bowl a wide or no ball. Um, didn't bowl a wide a no ball, jo- uh, Josh Hazelwood. We yeah, have very good lead there. Just um, a lead of 20. Um, so very good. Leader for Australia of 95, and that came to their party, They came to really help them out uh, as they bowled the West Indies out for 120 in their second innings in 35.2 overs. Going at a run rate of 3.39. Three extras considered by the Aussies, one leg and two no balls. In reply, well, Osman Quaj out to retire hurt. He got hit, struck by a pretty steep bouncer from Shmar Joseph, hit him in the jaw. Uh, hopefully, he gets better. Yeah, um, Stephen Smith eleven off twenty two balls, two fours, no sixes. Stroke over fifty. Not really much of a target to chase. Australia finished on twenty six for none, winning by ten wickets in six point four overs. Going at a runner at three point nine zero runs an over. Four uh, five extras conceded by the West Indies. Uh, they bowled one no ball and four. So one leg by and four no balls. So just again, yeah, five extras, one leg ball, so leg bye and uh, four no balls uh, West Indies no one got a wicket Kimai Roach was probably the pick of the balls but didn't really have a good outing um, well it really wasn't much of a di- it wouldn't make much of a difference none for six off his two overs no maiden overs Konami three runs an over didn't ball a wide run. But no ball. The match didn't even go to lunch on day three, and uh, the match was wrapped up really. And on early on day three, and that was that. Australia winning the game by ten wickets. Man, of the match. Travis said for his outstanding hundred. Not surprised. Probably would have. Josh Hades would probably deserved that as well. But uh, Travis said, "Well, what a series he's what a year he's having the last one year and a half or so." Really come along nicely, Travis said. Just looking at... um, Josh Hazelwood, that's his... uh... Yeah, Josh Hazelwood. uh, Brilliant bowling performance from him. Picking up his best figures in his test career. Of nine for 79... Really good stuff from him. He's been consistent for Australia for a very long time. And uh, yeah, that's that. Australia win the Test match and uh, they won't lose the series to get some vital points in this uh, World Test Championship. West Indies need a win to get back on track and also just get credit of history and um, inspire a generation. Anyways, guys, uh, thank you very much for your time. Stay safe wherever you are. Until then. Till next time, it's bye for now and we're out of here. Let's go.